0: Welcome to the What The Heck podcast, a show that looks at mysteries and the unexplained. I'm your host, Glenn. Every week, I look at something unexplained, telling a story or describing it, and then look at the theories surrounding it. I won't give you any answers because I don't know them myself. I'll just give you what you need to decide for yourself. Research is done as academically as possible, and references will be given after the stories. The episode this week is an unexplained phenomenon. We're going out to Panama to look at something that happened in 2020. We're looking at the Panama possessions. Just a quick warning, there are some graphic things at the beginning of this episode. It shouldn't be long, but you're free to mark the episode as played and end it there. On the 15th of January, 2020, police in Panama raided a village in the jungle around 155 miles or 250 kilometers from Panama City. The weekend before, they had been alerted to several families being held against their will in one of the local churches. Three of the people being held had escaped, finding their way to a local hospital. During the raid, 15 people were freed from a church and seven bodies were found in a mass grave. One of the victims was a pregnant woman. Five of her children and her neighbour were also in the grave with her. Ten people were arrested on suspicion of murder and everyone involved was from the village. Inside the church, police found a naked woman, machetes, knives, and a ritually-sacrificed goat. It was owned by the religious sect, the New Light of God. In the 1970s, Evangelical missionaries had come from the US to spread the word of the Christian God to the people of Panama. The version of Christianity that they spread didn't allow any room for the ancestral beliefs and cultural traditions of the native people. The isolation of the villages in rural areas and the rugged terrain separating them had made them vulnerable to these teachings, and some fell into very extreme forms of Christianity. It was discovered that the people from the village had been conducting occult rituals inside the church. All of the victims had been held against their will and had been mistreated horribly. The rituals had the aim of killing the victims if they refused to repent for alleged sins. This treatment stemmed from the evangelical teachings, which had caused some members of the village to forget their own history and destroy their own cultural memory. Instead, they had begun to practice a highly conservative, fundamentalist religion that was based on a very literal interpretation of the Bible, that had radicalised the rites and rituals. It turns out that one of the members of the sect had received a message from God, prompting the kidnapping of the victims. They would have finished their rituals had it not been for the escapees. The suspects appeared in court almost immediately after one of the survivors recounted what had happened to them. She said that she had been ordered to close her eyes and was knocked unconscious during the ritual. The account suggests that the other 14 survivors were also helpless, bound and blindfolded whenever they weren't rendered unconscious during the ordeal. From her hospital bed, she recounted that she had gone to prayer meetings at the improvised church in the village. The night that she became a victim of the church, the tone had shifted. She wasn't making the choice to go to prayers. She was being forced to go. She revealed that the new light of God had only been operating in the village for around three months and had been told to exterminate non-believers by the one who had received the message. The victim had been called to a meeting by her neighbor and was told that she would go whether she wanted to or not. So she chose to go. She brought her father, fifteen-year-old son and her epileptic nine-year-old daughter when they arrived at the church they were told to close their eyes and not open them grab each other's hands and pray it was to make the worshippers feel like they were in the presence of God she recounted that she had been hit in the head which had knocked her unconscious all four were captured Her father and son managed to escape, but she and her daughter remained in the church. When she woke up, she was ordered not to open her eyes. She heard drums and an accordion, as well as screaming and crying. She had been tied up. The members of the cult had been using Bibles, cudgels and machetes to hit the congregation to knock them out. Some of the congregation had been forced to strip and were made to walk over glowing embers. But that wasn't the worst of the torture. At some point between January 13th and January 14th, she was told that her daughter was dead. The cultists told her that the birds in the fields would dispose of her body. It was the truth. She was dead and had been murdered decapitated in some accounts and had been put in a hammock naked before being thrown into the mass grave in the cemetery. In the days following the raid, nine out of the ten preachers who had been arrested were charged with murder and kidnapping. The community leader said that nobody was paying attention because they could all feel the presence of God and were busy singing and dancing. However, For those trapped inside the church, they believed that it was filled with hate. The interviewed survivor escaped with bruises on her abdomen, back and hands from the amount she was beaten. She also stayed in the hospital so doctors could discover whether or not she had internal injuries. I could only find one article about the court case for the suspects. Seven of them earned the maximum sentence of 50 years, and two received 47 years for their crimes. They had called it an exorcism ritual in court, but never explained what they were exercising. Nothing seems to say what happened to the 10th suspect. Once again, i found a topic that has no particular information about what could have been happening. But we know that the ordeal was enacted as a form of exorcism. But what for? The leader of the sect claimed to have heard a message from God starting the whole thing. This in itself is questionable. Was it an actual message from God? Or was it something or someone else posing as God to cause suffering? We don't know. If it was a message from another worldly being, the implications are terrifying. In the case of God, it overturns a lot of the Bible's teachings. The way that the New Light of God sect interprets the Bible is very literal, which makes things more complex. Almost everything would be a sin and would need repenting for, Those people in the village who hadn't repented would clearly be evil and would need punishing somehow, but it wouldn't require an exorcism. The acts of the sect feel reminiscent of some of the more atrocious punishments from the Bible though, which makes it make more sense, albeit still very violent. In the case of another entity, there are a lot of things we could look to. Demons, the devil himself, ghosts, and a whole list of other things. The idea of demons and the devil giving the message makes sense, since the ordeal would bring about misery, hatred, and despair. Just the things that these biblical figures would be looking for. But it still doesn't make any sense. Perhaps the leader of the sect was the one who had been possessed and needed an exorcism himself. The survivor said that the atmosphere had changed within the church, Could it be possible that these acts were committed by a demon possessing someone? In everything I've looked at before, it's entirely possible that the situation could be a complete reversal of the initial question. But even still, I'm not sure. One thing that does seem to appear a lot though, is the thought that it could have been the result of an undiagnosed mental illness. It's not that the illness is bad, is that the symptoms are often difficult to deal with. In an isolated place like Panama, it's entirely possible that the sect leader could have been suffering from something that caused him to have delusions, or maybe hear disembodied voices. Being a religious man, he would only have one entity to pin it to, and would follow the word to the letter. Which is where the problem is, and not the mental illness. Knowing that you've been given a message from someone or something must be an ordeal within itself, and it makes sense that someone would listen to it. It doesn't make the act okay, but it's a response that makes sense. Whatever caused the New Light of God to kidnap the members of the village, torture them, and kill some of them, we may never know. We also may never know what happened to the final member of the suspect. It was an awful thing that happened, and I hope that the survivors got all the help they needed. The story from this episode came from a BBC News article called Panama, seven people found dead after suspected exorcism. An article from The Independent called pregnant woman and five children dead in suspected exorcism, a Daily Beast article called Inside the Religious Death Cult that Massacred Seven in Panama, an NBC News article called Survivor Recounts Confused Chaotic Cult rite That Killed Seven in Panama, and a France 24 article called Maximum Jail Time for Murderous Panama Sect. The theories from this episode were very difficult to find, so I made some guesses. I hope you don't mind that. It's really difficult to look at theories when there aren't any around, so I do a bit of thinking and put some theories together. References for the episode and links to studies will be posted on social media for you to have a look at. Social media links are available using the link in the episode description. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and will soon be posting short pieces of episodes on tiktok i have a patreon but i'm still deciding what to post on it this season there is a three pound tier if you want to support me anyway the link to the patreon is also on the link tree and as before you are welcome to pledge more than three pounds a month and i will find something extra special for the people that do My email address is also in the episode description if you want to send me spooky stories, unexplained events or even mysteries you want me to look at. If I get enough, I'll set up some listener episodes to read them. Please don't hesitate to email me if you have any corrections or issues with things that I've said. Once I've seen the email, I'll make sure to correct myself. This week sees the return of the creature feature and it will be out on Saturday. And next week's episode... We'll be out on Wednesday, November 9th, so hold on until then.